Let's just pray before I start. Um, Lord, I thank you this morning that you're here with us. Lord, I pray that, that your spirit would be on me and that I would say the words that you are saying. God, I pray that we would all have open hearts and open minds to know what you are doing. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would show each and every one of us what you're wanting to do in us. You're always doing a new thing, and I pray that we would see what new thing you're doing today, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm much more comfortable up here, <laughs> but um, I just, there's so many things that I've experienced in the last year and even just in the last couple of weeks um, and I just when something really good happens to you you're just like I want to tell everybody so um, that's what I'm doing here today but um, I I wasn't exactly sure how to say it and I was like Lord please help me because I don't know how to say this there's just so much that I want to say but um, I just wanted to start, um, I, I love Jesus. I love him so much. He has done so much for me. And I'm going to get through this without crying. But um, I, don't, I don't like crying. Um, if you were at our wedding, Zach was the crier. I was like stoic, like I'm saying our vows and I'm not going <laughs> to cry about this. Um, but his love, it's taught me to love more deeply and more purely, um, if that's correct English. But um, the love that I've experienced, especially just in the last year, God has changed so much for me. And... Um, I, I wanted so badly to come and speak to you because I'm so grateful for the um, experience that you guys supported for me to go out to Bethel. And, um, but even just in the last year, um, the truth that's spoken in this house, I, I thank God for it. We are all very blessed to be here and to be hearing what we're hearing. Um, it's, it's really changed my life, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful that um, this is a room full of people who pray and who support me and we support each other. Um, and I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, I, I'm thankful that Jesus teaches us how to love because when we demonstrate that love, we're showing people who... Um, they really can be who God's called us to be. And I thank God that Jesus always shows his love to me, no matter where I am, where I've been. Um, and he's opened up my eyes, and I'm never going to be the same. Never. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be Amy, even just a year ago, like that Amy was afraid. She was really confused. Um, in more ways than one, 
Um, and I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, but um, I have always loved God. I was saved. I accepted Jesus as my Savior when I was six years old. And um, I love God, but I, I didn't know or understand that he gave me the power to walk in life without sin and to be connected to heaven by the Holy Spirit. Um, I... I kind of grew up in an environment where it was like, well, I know that I'm saved and Jesus loves me, but I'm still a sinner and wretched am I. And I, I think if you are confessing that you're going to be a sinner, then you are going to keep sinning. And that's not what we're supposed to do. We are dead to sin. That's what it says in Romans. Um, and I've, I've learned that in communicating with the Holy Spirit. Nana was preaching on, teaching on that this morning. Um, it just it confirmed to me the, the good things that God's been talking to me about. Um, but uh, I was sort of, I was brought up in Baptist and Presbyterian churches. Um, and it doesn't matter what denomination you are, but, you know, each church is going to hopefully teach the truth and the whole truth. But um, I, was, I was taught that the power of the Holy Spirit being demonstrated through us with um, speaking in tongues, praying in tongues, prophesying, and the other gifts of the Spirit were really weird, um, even wrong. And um, coming here, like just when I was dating Zach and came here, I'd kind of been exposed to it before, and thank God that he opened up my mind a little bit to receive it, even though sitting here it was like, this is extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> um, because I, I was told that it was wrong. And um, it, it, took, it took some time. And we'd been dating for about three years, and... Um, God worked some things in my heart, and after we got married, it was like, I, I remember as a teenager praying and asking God for a holy and loving marriage where he was the center of it, and I had prayed for that, and I knew that I had a man that loved me, but at the same time, it was like there was something missing, and um, there's a certain point where okay, God, I asked you for this, and you've taught me these things, but I have to be in submission to those things. And I finally got to a place where it was like, okay, God, I'm going to let you change some things. And I thank God that Teresa is a phone call away because there was one night I was freaking out, and, and she was like, Amy, you don't have to be afraid about this. Um, there was a situation going on with a friend, and um, and it was like a light, like the light switch just turned on, and it was like, God really does say that I'm worthy of being able to come and sing. It doesn't matter what I've done in the past, um, and that I'm, I'm worthy of his love, and I'm worthy of the change, and I'm actually worthy of living like Jesus. I'm worthy to live like Jesus. That 
I, I hope that that's something that you receive for yourself. That's why I'm speaking today, because I, I want you to receive that for yourself. But um, in walking like Jesus, um, I think there's, there's times when, I mean, I've even heard using the scripture that, bless the children, Lord, <laughs> that, um, you know, we use the scripture in Romans, all have, fall, all have fallen short of the glory of God. But if we've fallen short of the glory, then we were meant for the glory in the first place. And um, God has given his son he's, who share, shares his inheritance with us. He died for it. And we were designed to live in the glory of God in the first place. And he gave the example of the human life living in glory that we are supposed to live. We are, it's not just a suggestion in the gospel. We are commanded to heal the sick and raise the dead and disciple nations. It's not just a suggestion. If Jesus said it, he probably wants you to do it. (laughs) And he also said that I'm going to give you my spirit and you're going to do even greater things than I did. We are going to do greater things than Jesus did in his own ministry. Like, I don't, I don't get how I'm allowed to do that, but I, I am. I am by the Holy Spirit. And the gifts that he's given us through the Holy Spirit to be demonstrated, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, It's the place in the Bible that opened my eyes to being able to be free and um, letting the gifts of the Holy Spirit be demonstrated through me was in 1 Corinthians 14. Um, This is verse 1 and 2. Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, You will be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will all be mysterious. And that's just talking about the order of how we should desire things. But we are supposed to desire speaking in tongues, because um, God is talking to our spirit, and he is growing things in us that our human minds can't really comprehend and understand. But... um, They'll catch up. (laughs) As we pray about it, they will catch up. Um, Our spirit receives what God is telling us, and we submit ourselves to that. Um, And uh, in verse 5 of that same chapter, 1 Corinthians 14, if you didn't hear me, um, Paul says, I wish you could all speak in tongues, but even more, I wish you could all prophesy, for prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues, unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church will be strengthened. And I found that in, in praying in tongues and speaking in tongues, sometimes God will tell me what he's talking about. Sometimes he won't. And I just trust that God knows what he's saying to me. So... Um, and I know that many of us already know what this is. This is where I learned it. So um, speaking in tongues is the speaking language of the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit speaking to us. And prophesying is just, you're just speaking what God wants other people to hear. 
Um, you're speaking life to people. That's what God wants to communicate to people, that fullness of life that he's promised us. Um, one of the things that I, didn't, I never really understood was, like, the Holy Spirit always being compared to, like, bodies of water. Um, from you shall flow rivers of living water. But the Holy Spirit is compared to water throughout the Bible because... The Holy Spirit is this power, it's powerful like a raging body of water, and it's a symbolic source of life. Um, the Bible says that, like I said, should flow from us rivers of living water, and that's talking about the Holy Spirit being released in our lives, being released through our words and our deeds, um, because we, we carry this, the Holy Spirit. Nana was talking about that this morning. The Holy Spirit lives within us. And by what we say and what we do is how we release that. And Jesus showed us that. He was so conscious of the Holy Spirit. I've, um, when it talks about when he was baptized and the Spirit came down on him like a dove, and if a, if a dove is sitting on your shoulder and you don't want it to leave, you have to be super conscious of that and walk very carefully. And that's that's a symbolic way of how we should be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We should always be asking the Holy Spirit what he's wanting us to see and to say and to do. Um, and it's going to change the way that we talk and even the way that we think. Um, something that has really changed my life is um, how, do I, how do I talk to myself in my own mind? Um, for a long time, my self-talk was extremely negative, um, and it, a lot of it was because of things that were said over me and about me, and so I started believing those things and rehearsing those lies that the devil was telling me, and so I had this really negative self-talk, and if I don't think much about myself, how, how am I going to be able to love others the way that I'm supposed to, you know? Um, that was a side note, but um, the Holy Spirit, there's these clear signs of speaking in tongues and prophesying to people, but I believe that the Holy Spirit works in different ways through everyone. Um, in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. We were all made in God's image, and each of us is a new side of the face of God. God is absolutely endless. Every single person that has come onto the earth and every single person that will, God has made them in his image, and they are able to demonstrate something that nobody else can. You can demonstrate something about God that I can't. And I can demonstrate something about God that you can't. And that doesn't make any one of us better. I know Pastor David has said it many times in the scriptures that he has no respect of persons. We are all equal in God's side because we're each a new side of his face. I literally get to show the face of God through the way that I speak and the way that I act. And I want to see that 
unique part of God that he has in you. There's something special in each and every one of you. And I want to see that more and more. Each day, I know that it's going to grow if we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit's going to tell us exactly what my daddy's face looks like in me. Yeah? And by submitting yourself to the Holy Spirit and praying and speaking in tongues, um, by praying in tongues, letting the Holy Spirit work through you, even just asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today? What do you want me to see today? When you're interacting with people, how do you want me to talk to this person? That, it's just, you're, you're shifting yourself into the way that God would work through you. And we know that we have this spirit because the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. That's Romans 8, 11. We bless the children. <laughs> and by submitting myself to God and the Holy Spirit, God has done unbelievable things for me. And I, pr I praise God for that. Every single day, he's saving me. We are saved when we accept Jesus into our lives, but every single day, he's saving us from new things. And um, he, God saved me from depression. He saved me from suicide. He saved me from anxiety. He saved me from sexual sin. He gave me a man that loved me. A man that prayed healing over me even when I didn't believe it for myself. He saved my marriage. He gave me confidence and support in order to graduate college. I never thought that I would be able to do that. I thought that I would be stuck. And he even gave me the confidence to have a job. I did not believe that I was going to be able to do that. I was told that because of depression and anxiety that I would have to be married and support myself, or have someone support me, that I would not be able to have a job. I'm starting my new job tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, that's God. That's all God. I, Amy, a year ago, would not have been able to do that at all. And I'm learning every day that I can never stop learning about the power of God. And um, I know I... I didn't want to just talk about Bethel because God is happening here in our everyday lives. Um, but he did do some really amazing and special things while I was there. And I learned so much. <laughs> and that's something that if I just sit here and talk about it instead of just living it out, you know, that would make me a hypocrite. But um, I, I just want to talk about some of the things that happened to me. And because I'm just so grateful for the support that you guys gave for me in order to be able to go out there and bring that back. Because um, honestly, when I went out <laughs> to Bethel, it looks a lot like Milton, Florida, actually. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a regular American town. And if God can move in power there, he's going to do it here, too. Um, but... Um, there was, 
every, every day we had worship, and there was this moment where um, during worship, one of the worship leaders was like, just ask God to show him, to show you his face, what his face looks like to you. And I was, you know, worshiping, and I was like, okay, God, what does your face look like? And, I mean, this was, it was a room full of people. It was super loud. There's people dancing and singing, and the loud music is booming and everything. And it was almost like God, like, he had the volume control for the entire room, and he just turned down the volume. And it just got quiet. And I had my eyes closed, but in the spirit, I could literally see Jesus in front of me. He was wearing white. It, it was kind of a cheesy picture, but that's just, you know. It wasn't cheesy to me in the moment. It was real. And I, I saw him, and it was that radiating white of just pure light and love. And the next thing I knew, it was really strange. It, I mean, I was in this really tight, like, seating, like, pew seating. And I literally felt him come up behind me, and I could, I could feel his arms wrap around me in that kind of hug that if someone comes up behind you and hugs you, that's only somebody that you, you really trust. <laughs> like, that, that's a sneak attack kind of hug, you know? And I felt his arms around me, and I've never been hugged like that before. I'm not saying that people don't love me and that they haven't hugged me, but there's something about being hugged where you're not expected to, to hug back, to do anything back. That's a special kind of hug. And it was warm, and I, I could feel and, and see at the same time only God can do that, but it was like hugging me and kind of stretching his neck over my shoulder, and I could feel the warmth of his feet pressing up against mine. And <laughs> that alone would have been enough for the rest of my life. <laughs> but he started whispering to me, And it was really simple, but he said, I love you, and you were worth it, and you're really special to me. And that seems really basic, but we all want to hear that. But I heard it from my God in that moment. And... That was just in the first week of being there. <laughs> and I, I could live on that moment forever, but God is telling me that there's more. And I, I'm praying for the growing capacity to take in more. Cause I, like, that, it was just so much. I've never felt love like that before. And he's just going to keep showing me. And I pray that he keeps showing you 
And I have one more story. Um, there, it's, some, it's something that I want to bring here and do, but um, they have these moments where um, someone just plays soft music and um, there is someone who kind of leads, but um, they call them like a, a guided encounter. And they just give you something to think about um, or to pray about with the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, it's just kind of, it's just meditating on God. And I, I was just laying down in a corner of the room and um, being comfortable. And um, the man leading this session was saying, think about a time in your childhood, um, a happy memory, and picture God in that moment. And for whatever reason, I could not think of a happy memory. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that I didn't have happy memories as a kid, but um, it's kind of a silly, embarrassing story. But um, I don't know if you guys remember, like, there were these big, like, sand boxes, and they would look like turtles. And you would put, like, the big plastic turtle shell over it. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we lived on a bayou, and... All the neighborhood kids were over, and they were like, let's take the top of the turtle shell off and turn it into a boat so we can go across the bayou over into the woods. And I was like, that sounds like a bad idea. And they're like, do it, do it. <laughs> and and I, I, I gave in to that because I was like, well, all my friends want to do it. So, you know, we, we just got a rope. I got in the, the turtle shell. We turned it upside down. We put it onto the bayou, and they started pushing me out. And the next thing I know, it starts filling with water. And I'm freaking out. And they're trying to pull me back. They rip the rope out of my hands. I have to drag that turtle shell back up. I mean, the bottom of the bayou was so muddy and sticky. It was all in my toes. It was absolutely disgusting. It was so embarrassing. I was like, God, why in the world would you want me to remember this? And he was like, picture it again. And I saw myself as a little kid up by the sandbox and Jesus was there and he was like you don't have to do this and we were when we walked out onto the pier uh, we had a little boat ramp uh, in our backyard and Jesus was standing there as I was getting into the turtle shell he was like you don't have to do this and I kept ignoring him and I got in the turtle shell and Jesus is standing on the pier and he was like Amy you don't have to do this and even when, the, and when it started filling with water, I could see him. He was right there with me. He was like, it's okay. It's all right. And he was there dragging the turtle shell back up with me. I never saw it like that before. And it wasn't that I imagined this. He was right there doing that in that moment. That's, that's what was really happening. I opened myself up to actually see it like that. And I was like, I, I didn't even know what to say in that moment. And Jesus was like, today, that fear of needing to please people and do what other people want you to do, I'm shaking that out of you today. And I laid there on the ground. I've never happened, I, I, I've never had this kind of thing happen to me before. 
and my body literally started shaking. And it was the exact same kind of shakes that I would get when I would have panic attacks. I had extreme panic attacks. You can ask Zach. And I couldn't breathe, and my body would start shaking. And it was that same kind of shake, but I wasn't afraid. It was the exact same kind of, I mean, it was just, it's like this tremor, like almost like a seizure kind of thing. And I could see names of people, opinions who I put over God, and he just shook it out of me. That, that, that gentle shake of love, <laughs> just shaking it out of you. And I know, I, I, I know that God did something in me, and I know that it's going to take my mind and my heart catching up with that. Um, but I'm going to keep opening myself up to that, that me doing this right now is part of that. But um, none of that would have happened for me if I didn't just, if I wasn't told that he really loved me and if I didn't receive that for myself. And that's something that I want to do today, every single one of us. Um, if you don't want to be a part of it, that's totally fine. But um, I'd like us to pray for one another. And I want us to have a fresh awareness of what the Holy Spirit is doing and a fresh baptism. If you've had that before, that's totally okay. I've had it before and I want more. <laughs> we just want to open this time for prayer. Um, the Bible says that we should lay hands on each other and pray for that baptism. So um, there's absolutely no pressure with this. Even if you're just wanting to learn how to love people better, just say, Holy Spirit, Make me more aware of that. If you'd like to receive that today, come on down.